Second Samuel 7, verses 8 through 16. Now, therefore, thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, that you should be prince over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make for you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth. I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, so that they may dwell in their own place and be disturbed no more. And violent men shall afflict them no more, as formerly, from the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And when he commits iniquity, I will discipline him with the rod of men, with the stripes of the sons of men. But my steadfast love will not depart from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before you, from before you. And your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, Jeremy. Hey, Will. We're moving on. Yeah. So yesterday's episode was the 1,000th episode of ODR in which we read about the birth of Samuel. Now we're moving on to David. And this is, you know. 1,001. Come on, 1,001th episode. Wow. Um, 1,001st, 1,001. You know uh, what? How do you... I think 1,001st sounds right, but 1,001th is fun to say. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so welcome. We're talking about the covenant with David, one of the most important uh, passages in the Old Testament, you know, right up there next to the covenant with Abraham. And so here we've moved into the kingly era, the kingdom era mm-hmm. of Israel. Mm-hmm. And we had Saul who had the favor of God, and yet God, as he speaks about in this passage, removed it because of the iniquity. And here, that's what makes the covenant with David really interesting is Mm -hmm. he says, when basically David's lineage does commit iniquity and wander from the Lord, he will discipline them, but he will not remove his love and his favor Mm -hmm. from them. Mm -hmm. And so a, a big distinguishing factor you know, we've we've talked about um, Ruth and how you know we've we've seen David coming down the pipeline for a little bit from Abraham, mm-hmm. and we know that Jesus is coming from the lineage of David, and so there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the passage, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah it's a great passage. Um, it's a very important one, just in the Bible, mm-hmm. and of course, in this whole like Advent theme, one of the things Will Kinds talked about in his Advent class was just really advent is the season where we're remembering that god's light came into the darkness and we talked about in the first class you know like the old testament to the incarnation and and what you see in the old testament is you actually you see this kind of theme happening a lot Mm -hmm. but in a a micro kind of way so that god's light continually comes into the darkness and and so in even in this passage as we were reading it just being reminded that like you know, all the things that 
was wrapped up in this promise being like a place to dwell safely, no more violence against the people. Like there was all of this darkness in the people of Israel's life. Mm -hmm. So much so that even the, the king that they had that was supposed to lead them in a godly way, which we know the story that like they didn't exactly go about getting that king in the best way. But, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, they had this king and even their king was known as one who committed iniquity that the Lord took his favor from. And so there is a lot of darkness um, in their life. And yet we're seeing uh, God's blessing to them in kind of keeping his promises. You know, he said, I'm going to make, God said, I'm going to make a great name out of you. Like that Mm -hmm. just totally sounds like what God was saying to Abraham. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's this, there's this faithfulness, this consistency on the part of God towards his people, even in the midst of their darkness. And a lot of, most of which is self-inflicted, but also just externally challenging. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing story to, or part of the Bible to see that, but then to, like you said, also look forward to this kingdom that God is going to establish forever through David's people. And we know that's fulfilled in Jesus, but it's, um, it's kind of a, a, a difficult thing to, to see in the immediate context. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes as we're reading this, like, it's nice to say, yeah, that's fulfilled in Jesus, but what about like all the stuff between second Samuel seven yeah. and Matthew, you know? Yeah. And so that's another direction I, I feel like I'd, love for us to go yeah and you know i also want to make a quick note of how the character of god is shown to us Mm -hmm. in this passage and specifically in the context so david you know he's decided that he wants to build a house for god at this point in Mm -hmm. second samuel that's right and he tells nathan and initially nathan says in verse three which was right before what we read go and do all that is in your heart for the lord is with you but then the Lord comes to Nathan and um, uh, basically amends Nathan's words. And then the Lord, he, he basically says, thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. And then he gives David this promise. Mm-hmm. And then following today's passage is David's famous prayer of gratitude. Who am I, O Lord God? Mm-hmm. What is my house that you've brought me thus far? A really, you know, beautiful, powerful prayer. And so it it is really powerful and just kind to think about that God he he basically postpones the building of the temple and instead blesses David with this covenant mm-hmm. and you know then he he makes it really clear the the lineage of David the long standing eternal kingdom this throne that will be established. It's not being held by the morality of David's line, the nobility of David's line. In fact, the Lord says he he foretells, you know, their error, which we see mightily in first and second Kings. Mm -hmm. But the thing that holds it all together is the steadfast love of God. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, then if you read first and second Kings, this covenant gets it grows really faint in the background really quickly because you start reading about these Kings who come from this line Mm -hmm. or who oppose this line as everything in the biblical narrative in terms of human interaction, it gets really messy, really Mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. And yet it's God's steadfast love. That is the guarantee. That is the agent that Mm -hmm. holds it together. Yeah. And so it's really, I mean, to David, to all of David's descendants, 
even to us uh, now, like all of these things or in, in light of all of that kind of like darkness mm-hmm. and in light of the knowledge of this, these promises, you know, we're called to the same thing that like Abraham was called to, mm-hmm. that, that David was called to here, that the, the righteous remnant in Israel as the Kings were mm-hmm. committing sin and not mm-hmm. leading well is, is faith. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's continually pointing us back to ultimately hope is found through faith in God. Um, through trusting in Him and what He is doing, um, so even today, as we're as we are awaiting the return of Jesus, to in a sense, as, I mean, His kingdom is has already been established. You know, the kingdom of God is at hand, mm-hmm. but the kingdom of God in its fullness in our experience and in the creation isn't totally realized. Mm-hmm. Um, that establishment of that throne on earth is coming, and. And there is plenty of darkness um, in the future. Uh, we've experienced plenty of it uh, still. And, and so the call to us is the same, though. It's, it's faith in God. It's faith in his promise that this throne will be established forever. Yeah. And there's going to be righteousness and peace. All the things that he actually talks about here, you know, I will give you rest from all your enemies. Um, just things like that. Uh, I, I, I took you from... Uh, the pasture from the falling sheep that you should be prince over people Israel. Um, I will make for you a great name. Like even even those things things like that. Like there's there's a longing we have for greatness mm-hmm. that we uh, we either sinfully pursue or we just don't seem that great in the eyes of the world and mm-hmm. don't experience that greatness. Even even that kind of longing, like we will experience as the throne comes to heaven or the throne comes to earth from heaven. And yeah. so Amen. there's so much goodness for us in in that, but the call right now is faith. Yeah. You know, how does this spill over into our daily life? I, I love this song Jordan wrote to God be the glory and Jordan and uh, Papa. And he really uses David's prayer of gratitude as sort of the launching point of mm. each verse. The first verse starts, who are we that the Lord would choose to go before us? Verse two, who are we that the Lord would call us to his kingdom? Mm-hmm. Verse three, who are we to proclaim the matchless name of Jesus and we are beneficiaries of this covenant and thanks be to God for that. And so, you know, as we go about our days, we are sitting under the shade of, of God's mm-hmm. faithful, steadfast love to the line of David that he would bring a redeemer. That's right. Amen. So, an encouraging word in our 1001th episode of ODR and we will see you tomorrow for the 1002th episode. <laughs> 1,000 in teeth. 1,000 in teeth. Well, for Jeremy Brooks, this is Will Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.